a ton of about. Oh. But it seems like there is a line in the sand drawn between pro Chip Kelly and anti Chip Kelly. Uh, Jordan Renan of bro, you just keep adding different people you write for to your uh, to your <laughs> bio. Wait, isn't, wait, you're not supposed to do that? No, no, that that's the right thing, I guess. <laughs> Especially nowadays, Xfinity.com, Bleeding Green Nation. Uh, I'm and, seeing how many different checks I can collect. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, come on, tell me, is that a bad philosophy? No, it's just make sure that your mailboxes uh make sure you check your mailbox every day for the checks uh bleeding green nation and nj.com so you uh i'm going to ask you what the number one you think if you could whittle it down to one the the best reason for chip kelly to be uh, a candidate for the eagles head coaching job what is the one best reason would you say chip kelly is an innovative mind he's a guy look I know a lot of people think, you know, he has this gimmicky system and he's going to come in and he's going to want this running quarterback. I don't exactly think that way. I think that Chip Kelly, I mean, from the research I've done on him, I was looking back at his time in New Hampshire, uh, his time at Oregon, that Chip Kelly is smart enough to realize and where the NFL is going. I mean, he understands maybe that the zone read is working now, but... The thing that Jeffrey Lurie is looking for, and this is why I think he's their number one candidate, and for everything I hear, he's their number one guy, is because he's willing to look ahead and think of new things and the, where the offenses are going and where they're going to be in three years. And he spent some time with Belichick. I'm pretty sure he realizes that if he goes to the NFL, it's not going to be to have a running quarterback who runs around all the time because I know people are all over this now, and it looks great, and RG3... And Cam Newton, they're running around, but the bottom line is this is a league where the quarterbacks get hurt if you run too much. They, they can't take too many hits. And the best fight, the best teams and the best quarterbacks in the league are still Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, Aaron Rodgers. I mean, these are guys that sit in the pocket, and the primary thing for them is to sit in the pocket and throw. And I think this is why Chip Kelly, you know, is a good candidate because he'll realize that and he'll morph his system around that concept and he'll take, you know, wherever offenses are going in the future, he'll be able to bring you there. Well, and it, it sort of, you know, it sort of speaks to, too, you know, in college football, it's it's less likely that you're going to have uh, a quarterback capable of throwing the ball accurately. You know, it almost seems like it's a, uh, that, that to do that in college, it, it, you know, it also works better because you don't you don't have to do that as much. You don't have to simplifies it, which is why right. they do it with RG three this year because it makes it easy for him. It's why they've done it with Cam Newton in his years. They don't have to sit back there and read defenses and recognize all the things that are going on around, around them at that speed and at that level. It takes years to get to that level. Peyton Manning didn't know what the heck was going on in his rookie year. He threw like twenty six interceptions or something like that. It's a, this is a tough tough position so when you do stuff like the zone read and like the play action and the the trickery that kind of washington does it, it looks great and it's a short term and it's working but i'm pretty sure the Shanahan's they they never ran that offense really before they know that in the long run rg3 is going to be a primarily pocket quarterback almost like donovan McNabb was turned into except that you know he'll use his legs when when he can and when he's able to just Not to, on a regular basis. Just to force you to play devil's advocate with yourself, what is one reason why Chip Kelly is a bad choice to be head coach of the Philadelphia Eagles? Because 
he's married to the fact that he wants he wants his quarterback to be athletic, and it's not that easy to get a quarterback who's a athletic and be good enough as a pocket thrower. And it's a, it's a fine line to walk in the NFL. I mean, I was on a chat with the you know an Oregon writer today, and. He was making it out like getting a quarterback is the easiest thing in the world. He's telling me that you can't, he's never going to, if Chip Kelly comes there, he'll never take Nick Foles, oh, Nick Foles. And his suggestions to me are like, well, you got to go get Alex Smith or someone like that. And I'm thinking to myself, what is that going to do for me? If that's, if that's where Chip Kelly's going, I don't want, you don't want him here and I don't want him here because you, you know, you need the perfect situation of which basically the 49ers had. It was a great defense. And great special teams have any chance if if that's the way you're going with your quarterback. So I mean, if that's if any way that he's sort of leaning towards that, and he he want, he's married to the fact that he needs a quarterback that's going to be, and he's going to run, and he's married to the fact that he wants to stick with this system, then he's not the right guy for this job, or in my opinion, any NFL job. Talking to Jordan Renan of uh, Xfinity.com, Bleeding Green Nation, and uh, NJ.com about Chip Kelly. Uh, you know, of the teams that are interested, uh, or even of the teams that are that have openings right now, where do you think the best fit for him is? Do you think the Eagles rank toward the top of that list? I mean, I don't think any of them are great situations. The Browns, uh, I mean, they also, where's their quarterback? You have to, they have Brandon Whedon, yes. Colt McCoy. Yeah. Uh, I don't think that's great. The Bills, eh. What, what do they have there? Uh, Brian Fitzpatrick. I mean, that's where you start with it. It all starts with the quarterback. Uh, the one thing I think that this, this is, I always say this, you know, we look at the personnel and that's one thing. But the one thing that I think coaches look at even more than that is they look at the owner and the stability of the franchise. And the Eagles are a good sell in that category. I mean, Jeffrey Lurie's not a completely hands-on owner, a guy who's going to fiddle around too much. He'll give you the freedom to basically run your show and do whatever you need to do. And the Eagles are well thought of in that category. Um, now the Browns, they have no GM, which is their selling point, whereas the guy who comes in will have more personnel saying they're not going to force Howie Roseman on them. So I think it's kind of a toss-up, and it's kind of exactly what what the uh, new guy is looking for. And if he's really into power then, and complete say over personnel, which if it's a college guy, I'm not sure that's a great idea anyway, uh, then the Eagles probably would be a bad situation for that guy. Yeah, and I have seen that, you know, and who knows, we, we see so many reports uh, nowadays about everything, but I did see that Chip Kelly, that total, you know, uh, personnel power was not something that Kelly was looking for. You know, that, I mean, if you're, if you're, no NHL team is really going to give a college coach at this point after the failure that they've had over the years, 100% personnel power. I mean, that's just crazy. A guy like Chip Kelly who's never been in the NFL, that would just be foolish at this point. Now, let me tell you a Chip Kelly story that I heard. And this is kind of why I like him, and I think he's he's a great, you know, he, he would be a really good candidate. He's going to take whatever personnel that they have, the team has and create the best offense around that personnel. He, in the middle of the season, scratched his offense one week when he was at New Hampshire and ran the wing tee, even though that, that was not their offense. They were basically starting to run the spread. <laughs> One week, redid their whole offense because he thought that was their best chance to win because they were playing uh, uh, South Florida, I believe it was, uh, which was, you know, Division One school, and they were double-A at that point, whatever it's called now. 
and he just completely scrapped his offense, moved guys around, put him in completely different positions for one week. And that's kind of why I like Chip Kelly. Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of sold on him now that he's going to take whatever he has and use his offensive mind to build an offense around that. I, more than anything, I think Chip Kelly would be fun. I mean, it might be a disaster, but I, I sort of think it would be fun. I mean, I, I, I you know, the minute he goes, I can only, can you imagine? It's fourth and, and one and a half from their own 30 opening he would, week. He would get killed by that by like year or <laughs> because he goes for, you know what his nickname is? He's a, he has a Urban Dictionary, uh. Oh, I saw uh, it earlier. What is it? It's, uh, I'm not sure if I could say this on the air. Oh, but don't. It don't. has big, big cojones, uh, okay. big cojones chips. Okay. <laughs> okay. That's his nickname. Like, literally, he's in Urban Dictionary, and that's his nickname. I so, like it. I like it. He goes for, he goes for every, he, the first touchdown of the game, he went for a two-point conversion for no reason just because. Yeah, well, and the, the numbers say to do it. Um, I, now that now that uh, Bill O'Brien is crossed off the list, um, do any of the other candidates excite you particularly? And Mike McCoy is interesting. Very, I like Mike McCoy. He was my original choice, and I, I I still think that that's the better way to go. Let someone else be the guinea pig with Chip Kelly. He might be great, but uh, and you know that would be a very bold move to to go Chip Kelly. But I think McCoy, he's he took Tim Tebow. Molded an offense around him right after he had Kyle Orton, and then they basically scrapped it this year, and they came up with an you know entirely new offense. He worked with Peyton Manning, and came up with an entirely new offense this year. That to me is exciting. I mean, I have confidence in a guy like that, or at least just based on his resume. I don't know him individually or as a person. He was <laughs> yeah. sold on that. On him as a leader, that's the question. I love the, you know. I like the visor. The leader. I like the visor. I'm I'm, I'm yeah. all for a Chip Kelly visor. Um, you can. Well, McCoy McCoy wears the visor too, right? Oh, you're right. He does wear the visor. There's something more smug well, about the way Chip Kelly wears the visor, though. <laughs> I like the smug way he wears the visor. <laughs> um, you know, Chip, Chip Kelly happens to be an East Coast guy too. Yeah, I and saw I, that. A lot, all all of his friends are really based on the East Coast. He still comes back here. I think that you know that gives the Eagles a little bit of advantage in that in that regard. I mean Buffalo too, probably. But uh, Buffalo is a horrible city, Jordan. Jordan, I don't know if you've been to Buffalo. It's a horrible place. I just meant the fact that it's by New Hampshire, where he has all his friends. Yeah, Buffalo. I mean, we're talking about New Hampshire too. I mean, it's not like uh, it's not like he's used to being a metropolis with uh, great nightlife. You know, I mean. I'm pretty sure that's not the kind of uh, way he grew up and what he grew up around. Um, you can, uh, again, you can read Jordan's stuff, Xfinity.com, Sports, uh, BleedingGreenNation.com, and uh, NJ.com. Follow him on Twitter, uh, at Jordan Renan. Uh, I appreciate it, man. Dude, I, m- more than anything, I want Chip Kelly for Sports Talk Radio because it would be yeah, good man. talking, man. It would be fun. Would it be good? You, you know, the thing about him is he's not, the media doesn't really love him. Well, you don't, you uh, don't need a, him for he's not quotes. Favorite guy. He's, he doesn't really want to engage in that, kind of like Andy. He's not quite as... Andy was uh, good for Sports preserved. Talk Radio. Andy was <laughs> yeah, good for Sports Talk Radio, even though he didn't say things. It, you know, I think a, a guy that makes uh, decisions like he makes decisions, I, I, think it, I think it would be fun, at least for the first when game. The Eagles are, when the Eagles are up six, 
in the fourth quarter and there's like seven minutes left and it's fourth and one from like his own eight yard line and Chip Kelly decides to or he can't have that, but fourth and one from your own eleven and Chip Kelly decides to go for it, it'll be great sports radio. It sure will. <laughs> Thanks, Jordan. I appreciate it, man. Anytime, uh, man. Thanks a lot. Uh, thank you. Um you know what I want to get uh real quick, let me get uh Paul in. Paul you're on ninety four WIP. Hey, how you doing? What's up man, how are you? Hey listen, I think I'm, I'm trying to figure out why everybody's saying Chip Kelly is going to change for the pro style of game. Uh, this guy's put up phenomenal numbers. He almost beat a more talented Texas team in the national championship game. He only lost to a good Stanford team by, what, three points in overtime. And everybody else, he put up old-fashioned Nebraska behind whoopings on. Uh, I don't understand why. People can't see this guy's an extraordinary offensive mind. Bill Belichick goes to him to learn his offense as parts of his offense. If Bill, if, if he's good enough for Bill Belichick, and as a result of Bill Belichick talking to him and studying what he does, the Patriots end up putting up uh, crazy offensive numbers. Almost 600 year. points this year. I mean, they had like yeah. 570 points this year. It's crazy. The most more amazing part of it is, I think one game they had 89 plays in the game. So apparently what Chip Kelly wants to do could work in the pros, and the guy doesn't run that offense without teaching these young kids how to play. And he can go find a, a mobile young uh, draftee this year, and I'm sure he can teach him just like he taught the last two quarterbacks. And I haven't seen any drop-offs in the last two quarterbacks that he had at, at Oregon. And, and let's keep in mind that at Oregon, he doesn't have the talent that some of these other teams have, but he's still dominating college football. And I think it can translate over to the pros. Jimmy Johnson did it. I know it doesn't happen that often, but you can't back away from it because it doesn't happen that often. And you, you, if you do, you might miss out on a, a real gym. Yeah, there's no, thanks for the call, Paul. There is no questioning his college resident. There's no questioning it. Um, and, like, you know, like what Jordan said and what Paul just said is his, he, he thinks different offensively. He thinks different about football. And what we need in Philadelphia is something different. This is about as different as it gets, man. Um, and that's how you're great. You're great by thinking differently, by taking those risks. Xfinity Voice Line is 888-729-9494, pound 9494 under AT&T and Verizon South. Do not be afraid of the Chip Kelly era. It's coming. It's coming. It's going to be amazing. I'm Spike Eskin. 94 WIP Sports Time is 11:16. Sports Radio 94 WIP. Winning his coach in the history of the Philadelphia Eagles, Andy Reid. The Andy Reid era is over. We've decided to make a change, as you all know. We're going to be saying goodbye to Andy Reid. We'll remember the good times. Winning his coach in Eagles history, number 140 has to be saved. We had our ups. The Eagles are headed for Jacksonville. The Eagles, for the first time in 24 years, are headed to the Super Bowl. We had heartbreaks along the way. McDabb back, fires, and it's intercepted. Running with the football and seeing with the game down the right sideline is Rondé Barber and 
And with that, many dreams may have crashed. And while most of the years were great, we're used to winning and we're used to winning big. The last couple of years have been difficult. This is painful. This is absolutely painful. Asimov was lost against a rookie. This is awful. Pick back at the quarterback draw. He fumbles the football. Uh, nobody is more disappointed uh, or crushed than myself. The time has come to part. The end of an era has come. I have a lot of respect for Jeff Lurie, so I, I go in eyes wide open. I, you know, I understand either way. I understand. The search for a new coach begins, and the next chapter in the Eagles' storied history. Keep listening for details about the Great Birds debate coming soon on Sports Radio 94 WIP. Hi, this is Rhea Hughes, and on behalf of Max Paul's Ardmore Toyota, we want to wish you a happy new year. The new year means new savings, and now through Monday, Ardmore Toyota has some great new year savings on over 800 new and certified pre-owned Toyota models available. Start off your first weekend of the new year at Ardmore Toyota with financing as low as 0% on select models and rebates over $3,000. Looking for a truck or SUV? Or maybe you want a hybrid to save on gas. The place to go for your Toyota in 2013 is Ardmore Toyota. Stay out of the cold when you shop in Ardmore Toyota's indoor heated showroom. This weekend, enjoy a Saturday winter barbecue cookout while you shop and bring the kids to play in their all-new game center. I know you'll be happy with the deal you get from Ardmore Toyota, plus you'll be in and out within one hour or dinners on them. You can also shop online at ardmoretoyota.com. Tier 1 plus TFS credit approval plus tax tags and $129 dock fee expires one thirty one thirteen. At this very minute, there are many, many children right here in Philadelphia who are looking for safe and loving homes. Have you ever thought of becoming a foster or adoptive parent? Please come to Northern Home for Children every second Tuesday of the month at 6 p.m. for their monthly information session. You will learn about the children in their care, how you can become involved in their lives, and have your questions answered. The children need you. The Northern Home for Children is located at 5301 Bridge Ave in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Contact Donna Bolno by phone at 215-482-1423, extension 1216, or email dbolno at northernhome.org with questions or for more information about these information sessions. Also, visit their website at www.northernhome.org. If you can be a swing pusher, if you can be a jump shot helper, if you can be a clarinet listener, then you can be a foster or adoptive parent. Pennsylvania Department of Public Welfare. This morning, a woman reached out. A man stepped up. A family drove their elderly neighbor to the doctor. Someone took two hours of their morning to help someone else find affordable child care near work. Somebody sat down with 16-year-old Stephen and taught him better note-taking skills and study habits. And suddenly, toughing it out till graduation seemed to Stephen a pretty good idea. All this happened today. It'll happen tomorrow. It's happening here, there, right down the street. People are living united. We're not just wearing the shirt, we're living it. We're realizing that the way we live our lives can impact the way others live theirs, their education, their income, even their health. So do something, any little something, as long as it's something. Give, advocate, volunteer, live united. For more information, visit liveunitedphilly.org. Green. 
routine is making sure the air in your home is healthy for your family. Testing for radon is easy. Call 823-RADON or visit depweb.state.pa.us. Sponsored by the Pennsylvania Department of Environmental Protection. I wasn't born to go with the flow. I was born to make a difference, to make waves. I want my sweat and hard work to mean something. I was born to serve in the United States Coast Guard. If you were born ready to lead, to protect, to uphold the law, then visit GoCoastGuard.com. The United States Coast Guard. Born ready. Sponsored by the United States Coast Guard. In cooperation with the Pennsylvania Broadcasters Association and this station. I'm Mark Farzetta with your WIP 2020 Sports Update. According to multiple reports, Andy Reid is close to a deal to become the Kansas City Chiefs' next head coach. As for the Eagles, they've interviewed Falcons assistants Keith Armstrong and Mike Nolan, as well as Penn State's Bill O'Brien. But O'Brien is saying he's staying in Happy Valley. Eagles also plan to meet with Broncos offensive coordinator Mike McCoy on Sunday this weekend. As for another Eagles target, Chip Kelly will meet with the Bills and Browns tomorrow in our Arizona. Kelly right now in the fourth quarter of the Fiesta Bowl coach Coaching is Oregon Ducks. Oregon leading Kansas State 32-17 to with 12 minutes left to play in the fourth quarter. Donovan McNabb was a guest at Daily News Live where he said he didn't seem too impressed with any of the Eagles coaching candidates. What the Eagles are going through right now of obviously touring and, and looking at coaches, uh, it seems like... You know, it's like you're just grabbing names out of a hat. You know, you're going to Atlanta, you're looking at a Cutter, you're looking at Nolan, uh, you're going out of Chip Kelly, which I feel like would be a, a bad move to bring Chip Kelly here uh, to run a read option offense or possibly try to open up something. McNabb also went on to talk about a power struggle in the Eagles front office while Joe Banner and Andy Reid were working together over final say. We had no clue, and uh, we thought it was Andy, and we were a lot of times when Joe made the final decision, and it seemed like uh, after Andy went through his, his issues with the, with the family and his sons early on, that that was the time for Joe to step in and, and try to make every decision, and that's when you kind of felt like Andy lost his power, and you know, that's every decision that was made, it was going through Joe. Sound courtesy of Comcast Sportsnet 76ers back in action tomorrow night when they tip off with the Thunder in Oklahoma City. Sixers right now 2-4 and four so far on their eight-game road trip. CBS 3 Eyewitness weather clear through the night going down to 25. Sunny Friday, high of 37. That's 2020 Sports. Scores and the latest sports information at 20 minutes before and after every hour. March down Broad Street. The Philadelphia Phillies are 2008 World Champions of Baseball. WIP was talking about it. The original Sports Radio 94. WIP. Very special guest in a moment has come to the studio. Special guest, as special as it gets. I'm Spike Eskin. Uh, Xfinity voice line is 888-729-9494, pound 9494 in your AT&T and Verizon cell. So you're as special as it gets over there. Uh, Bob, you're on 94 WIP. Bob. Oh, yeah, hello? There he is. What's up, Bob? How are you? Good. How are you today? I'm good, man. What's up? Yeah, I just had a call. I was listening last night. I'm a, I'm a huge Penn State fan. I have been since 69. The orange ball. So I've seen it all come and go up there. And I was just reading, you know, when I heard he was recommitting to Penn State, I was just, you know, real happy. 
But I just don't, I don't understand, you know, I hear a lot of people call in or I read on the Internet. They're surprised. I'm really not because this Penn State coaching job is still one of the best out there. Yeah, it, well, I don't know about it's going to be a tough few years um, as the you know as those the scholarships go away. It's going to be real tough for him to um, to recruit the next few years. And I think the the move for him, I guess the only reason I was surprised is it just doesn't seem like his stock will ever be higher than it is right now. Like it, you know, maybe in five six years it is again. But it was almost either leave now or or stay at Penn State for another. Yeah, five years because it, it's it's going to be a rough few years for him. So uh, I wasn't totally shocked, but I think I was a little surprised given the the way the uh, the way the reports were coming out. It certainly either he was really interested in leaving or he was really interested in telling everyone that he was interested in leaving. One of the two. Yeah, but you know, I, I read an article just the other The guy is forty two years old. Say he got by the next three years with the sanctions, which I think he can do if he recruits his fifteen. And he brings in some decent players, which he's going to. And he gets walk-ons that maybe surprise here and there. They could stay relevant. I just heard your blogger say, you know, a half hour ago, say that they're playing meaningless games. You know, that, that's ridiculous to say that. I mean, for a Penn State fan like me who had nothing to do with any anything that went on up there, as bad as it was, it was maybe it was one criminal, Sandusky. And three or four guys. All right, I, I don't want to. Yeah, I get it. I get it. I don't want to get this. No, no offense. I don't want to get into Sandusky thing. And I, I don't think Andrew was saying that the, the guy that I had on was as big as Penn State as you can have. I don't think he was saying they were playing meaningless games. I think he was saying that, you know, the next few years, if you want, if you're a major Division One college coach and you can't play in a bowl game and you can't, uh, you don't have scholarships. It's just, it's, it's a different world that he's living in. You know, so I think that's all. I don't think he was. And thanks, thanks for the call, Bob. I appreciate it. I don't think he was being. Uh, I don't think he was in, insulting Penn State. I mean, all the guy does is root for Penn State. I, yeah, well, I have a special guest. Yeah. Hi, how are you? <laughs> tell everyone who you are. Uh, no, you tell them who I am. Howard Eskin, the king. Howard Eskin Thank has you. joined us after stopping over after his uh, stint at Fox 29. Yeah, after the sportscast. Well, right. first of all... Uh, there, and I don't want to get into it either. There are three criminals that have already been yeah, identified. I, can we not do that? Okay, but, but, but that's it. But you can't yeah. just say it's one guy. So that's the, the bottom line. But the, the future at Penn State is not good. It's just not good. You're playing in a, in a major conference. You've got your scholarships cut down. Uh, there's no bowl games for four years. And you're really playing a season with with no... With nothing at the end, no plum at the end, that you you can't play for a national championship, and players obviously want to do that. There's a lot of things they want to do. They want bowls. They want they want relevancy, and it's hard to get. I, the only other thing that I can think of, whether he tried to get more money out of Penn State, and obviously that's what he did. He got more money out of them, but the buyout. And I thought it, it was, uh, but I know one of the teams. Uh, said, well, I said, I, I asked, what about the buyout? They said, well, that's up to him. So uh, the problem is maybe he couldn't get out of it. Although uh, he, he, first of all, what guy would sign a thing with a nine million dollar buyout? Well, I think what happened was, didn't what happened was when they had all those sanctions, it 
I thought it triggered more years, like it guaranteed him more money. So the buyout was the the value of the contract. So when when he signed on, none of those sanctions had happened. And what right. the sanction did was guarantee him more money. So when it guaranteed him more money and more years, it made his contract longer. So it made the buyout longer. So well, I think that's it, what yeah, but, but but no college coach has a buyout. Heck, the guy from Wisconsin yeah. left before the season was over. <laughs> I mean, they all had left after two years. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's 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 for ridiculous. another college, not yeah. even for pros. He yeah. left for another for college, college and uh, aren't a they bad in, college. Well, BC. Oh, yeah, they're terrible. not even in the Big East anymore. I thought it was for another college in the same conference, but but BC because he's got a home up in Cape Cod. Right. right, right. But but the reality is these guys leave whenever they want to leave. So I don't understand why that buyout would be there. And I thought he could get out of it, uh, but apparently. Uh, I guess after two interviews, and both told him the same thing, we're not paying the $9 million. Uh, so it was up to him to get out of it. Yeah, it was up to him. Or to, cost to him the money. Yeah, yeah. well, it wasn't gonna, he wasn't going to pay the money either. So maybe that's the reality. Maybe it's not, he's not such a sweetheart that he's staying at Penn State and he just couldn't find a way to get out of the $9 because the teams aren't going to pay it. And maybe he realized he had two interviews. He had Cleveland and the Eagles. The Eagles were this morning. And uh, Cleveland was, I think, yesterday. So he had two, and he realized, well, if these two teams aren't going to pay the buyout, maybe nobody is. Can I ask you something? When these teams go on, or when when guys go on interviews, and, and less Bill O'Brien and more like a guy like Reed, because you ha- I had a figure, Reed is interviewing the Chiefs as much as the Chiefs are interviewing In Reed. his case, they are, yeah. So does he, does he come with like a presentation or something? or what is, that, what is that like? Do they just sit down and BS about the team? I'm trying to think what Andy Reed, he walked out with a, uh, a briefcase yesterday, so he probably did have papers of things that he's done, and... Uh, uh, plans that he would have, and it was it's it's more or less philosophy. Uh, what coaches Andy Reid asked, you know, who your general manager is, and he told me yesterday, and he may be uh, not being completely honest with me because Scott Pioli, their general manager, was there, yeah, uh, and he was in and out of the meetings too. I said, well, how are you going to get along with Scott Pioli? He says, no, fine, I'll be fine with Scott Pioli. But now I've heard today that he can bring in a general manager. And I think, I know Kansas City really wants scheduled to leave for Arizona yesterday afternoon. That's why they met at the airport. So Kansas City flew in on their plane, met him at the private airport, and... They let the air out of the tires out of the plane that was going to go <laughs> well, to Arizona? No, no, he was flying commercial. Oh, okay. So I said, well, what about Arizona? He said, well, I liked the meeting, uh, and I wanted to continue with the meeting, so I just blew it off. And he just, from what he told me... Didn't sound like he was going to go to Arizona, and now Arizona's angry because they're not going to wait for him. So they've scheduled other things for the next couple of days. But uh, you know, when you when you look at all those things now, Andy Reid really is more or less feeling them out and deciding on whether he wants to go with them right. more than they want him to come. Like once they interview him, and, and they probably let him know right off the bat. Because there's a, there's a few Eagles people working for Kansas City. Know what kind of guy is. Mark Donovan's one. There's other guys that work in the organization. So they, they know who Andy Reid is and what he does. And they had to sell themselves to Andy Reid. Right. Uh, now, in the case of Bill O'Brien, it probably worked both ways. But Bill O'Brien was not a lock to be a coach, and the interview process is really important. I mean, how many people know Bill O'Brien right. where they already knew Andy Reid? Uh, so 
and, and this is the whole process. I don't know, Chip Kelly, I, I'm not a Chip Kelly fan. I, I just, I think, just by some of the things he said in his news conferences, he's arrogant. I mean, a smart aleck arrogant. Yeah, we never heard that about Andy Reid. Well, but Andy Reid didn't come, <laughs> didn't come that way. He didn't start off that way. Right. Yeah, he was over, just beaten into it. Uh, over, yeah, that's exactly right. Over years, he was, <laughs> he was beaten into submission, and that's the way he was. But Chip Kelly's going to come in as a big hot shot, like I'm the star of the world. I, I don't know that I like that. And, you know, just watching some of that game tonight, it's like he, he does some strange things offensively. He takes chances, which the fans will like, but that doesn't work in the NFL. Yeah, but it, let me see. Here's That's the misconception. But, but he's their guy. He's got to be their guy now, but go ahead. Well, the misconception is that, that, that he's taking chances. See... Uh, there is a um, there is a a wide belief that when he goes for it on fourth down or goes for two that he's taking a chance. But the real chance is when NFL teams are not doing those things because what the statistics tell you is that if you go for it regularly on fourth and short, you have a higher percentage chance of winning than if you don't do it. If you go for it on if go for two more than not, you have a higher percentage chance of winning than you're not. So what happens is that NFL coaches are so scared of it not working that they make the wrong decision. So it seems like he's being Where are the percentage the percentages in the pros, but there's not that many times they do it. You look at look at I'll show you the 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 win percentage of teams like the win percentage of teams I, i'm trying to remember the game this year where andy went for it on fourth down late in the game and people questioned it i think it was so that pittsburgh game it was one of the games and everybody questioned it and it was actually if you if you you can calculate a win probability and there was a higher win probability after going for it on fourth down than if he had punted and punting would have been the conventional way to go so now some of that might be just because it depends on the down and distance yeah too. It, it all depends on down and distance it depends on amount of time left in the game, but but what the numbers tell you is that NFL teams do not go for it on fourth down enough, and they don't go for two enough. Well, I, there's just something about Chip Kelly being a, a, a hot shot, and, and <laughs> you know, I, I, the, the, you, but you don't. I need think it's that. funny that you are upset that somebody might be acting like a hot shot. No, because when you're a coach, yeah. you, you can't come in that way because you'll get crucified by fans. It doesn't matter whether fans crucify me. Yeah. Uh, it, but if they crucify the coach, and then it becomes it, it weighs on the players. It just becomes a a broadening thing. And I I don't know. I'm again. I'm not. They're just. There's, I like watching Oregon, and I like watching his teams because they just they, 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 there's all kinds of offense. But there's just something about them uh, that. And first of all, he cheated. The, he boy did he cheat. That's why he's getting out of dodge. Ah, they all cheat. Well, not all yeah, of them. We do, but most of them. See, I don't think Nick Saban cheats. Ah, he probably he gets cheats. guys because it's Alabama. He probably cheats. Uh, well, <laughs> on some level, you, you can't be. I went to I went to a major, you know, a major Division One school. Like everybody cheats. Well, then Syracuse didn't cheat well enough. Well, in football, they didn't cheat enough. But yeah. I don't know what happened in basketball. So you think Bayheim's a cheater? Huh? I think they're all cheaters. Well, I think in basketball more so than there was. There were things that basketball. Basketball one player makes a difference. Uh, and it's not even about. There were things that. Basketball players got away with at Syracuse that I knew about that um, that regular students would not get away with. Well, that's, that but way. that's the rules. Well, that's, that's cheating. That's breaking the rules. No, yeah. it's cheating to get the guys in. Wow. But but I don't know what the, the Eagles list is. I'm telling you, Joe Banner's going to screw the Eagles because if Chip Kelly's now their guy, Joe Banner's going to find a way to get him. Uh, and they don't have a general manager yet, and I still think. 
he will want to kind of be comfortable with who the general manager is who is not in place yet. I, I just get that feeling. So I think there's a better chance he goes to Cleveland than Philadelphia. And then outside of that, I like Bruce Arians. I, I, Arians would be good. What, I don't hear any Josh McDaniel stuff. I thought I would. I heard bad things about him, too. I mean, he's a Bill Belichick clone. Yeah. Uh, And he's just, he's got this arrogance about him to his team. Not to, you know, he just does it to the media. I just just heard from people within the Eagles that they didn't get uh, good things said to them about Josh McDaniel. And you didn't hear good things about they're interviewing McCoy on Sunday? Not a sharp enough guy. Yeah, not not a sharp enough guy to be a good enough head coach. Uh, and Greg Roman, who they haven't even interviewed yet, and he has the week off, so I don't know what they're waiting for there unless they really don't want him. But I don't know that I'd want him because uh, Jim Harbaugh is such a control freak. Yeah, you I wonder mean, how what much Roman's could even... Yeah, what's Roman even doing? Because Jim Harbaugh controls everything. Yeah, so, except I wouldn't imagine Jim Harbaugh's doing a ton of defense stuff. I mean, what, yeah, No, Roman's an offensive coordinator. Yeah, so I don't imagine that, that Harbaugh's doing everything, you know? Well, like, uh, you know he's doing the offense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, and then to take an offensive coordinator out of that team... That doesn't do anything for me. Yeah. There's, there's got to be other well, people out there. they made Alex there. Smith good, and any team that can make Alex Smith look but, good. But Jim Harbaugh, I think, oh, is that. doing that. Right, yeah. right, right, right. So okay. I don't know that it's Greg Roman right, right, when right. you know what kind of guy. I mean, Jim Harbaugh is going to blow himself up in a few years, but for those few years, he'll be really good. But yeah. he's such a, such a maniac, and he controls everything. So what is the offensive coordinator doing out there? So you're going to end up with Mike Nolan or something? We're going to end up with Not a defensive guy. It won't be a defensive guy. And Mike Nolan's a defensive guy. I, I I don't know what's out there. I'm trying to think of the teams. Who's the guy in Green Bay? I mean, you think of the teams that are really good offensively. Doesn't Holmgren want to come back and coach? I read that he, somewhere. Yeah, he probably does. You know, but he is... He's he looks a, too much like Andy Reid. Yeah, he's an Andy Reid double. Yeah. Oh, can you imagine the big giant mustache yeah. shows up? Oh my God! I can only imagine the press conference. It would be the most amazing press conference uh, ever. So I, I don't know. There's, you know, you got to start looking at the list now and see who's out there. But there's too many teams that want to coach. Yeah, that's the other problem. And San Diego wants Arians, so I don't know. And he's got a better quarterback out well, there. Well, they got to wait. They got to wait. I mean, and then if Arians wins this, if if uh, I don't think they're going to win, it's they a could. Dome I mean, team outside in the cold weather. Yeah, I mean, but, but Baltimore stinks. Yeah, you know? I, 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 but it's just. Yeah. Hey, wait a minute. Andrew Luck led the league in interceptions. I didn't sure. realize that. But yeah. it don't doubt the power of Chuck Pagano's cancer recovery. That's okay. that's all that's yeah. happened. That's okay. All that's, I'm not saying they're going to win. I'm just saying. But uh, I. I don't know what they're going to do. I was disappointed because I don't know. I've never met Bill O'Brien. Yeah. But I just think that what he did at Penn State was amazing to handle, to manage his way through that. And he's worked with Tom Brady. He's worked in a really good offense. That's what wins for New England. It's not their defense. So, And their coach is a defensive guy. So Bill O'Brien probably had a lot more to do with it than certainly Greg Roman would. We'll see. I want Chip Kelly. Thank you for stopping by. Okay. No you, you can see. I don't know if I want Chip Kelly. I want Chip Kelly. Um, follow him on Twitter, at Howard Eskin. That's right, so people can rip me. Yeah. People on Twitter. Yeah, tell him. Send him curse words. Xfinity Voice Line is 888. No, I wouldn't do that. No, I'm saying that he can send it to you. Yeah, I know. Uh, Xfinity Voice Line is 888-729-9494, pound 9494, your AT&T and Verizon cell. That was Howard Eskin. I'm Spike Eskin. 94 WIP Sports Times 1140. Sports Radio 94 WIP. Sports Radio 94 WIP. Sports Update. Uh, 
Mark Farzetta with your WIP 2020 sports update. According to reports, Andy Reid close to become the Kansas City Chiefs' next head football coach. As for who will take Reid's spot on South Broad, Birds interviewed Keith Armstrong, Mike Nolan as well from Atlanta, and also planned to meet with Broncos offensive coordinator Mike McCoy on Sunday. Peyton Manning gave his endorsement of his offensive coordinator. I think he's ready. I think he's paid his dues. Mike's a good leader. He's had some good coaches uh, that have been mentors to him, uh, different coaches that he's worked with in his years uh, in the NFL. That I think he's incorporated you know, some of their leadership philosophies in, in his own philosophy, and uh, you know, in my opinion, he deserves a, deserves a shot one of these head coaching jobs. Bills and Browns will also meet with McCoy. Chip Kelly coaching the Ducks tonight in the Fiesta Bowl, possibly for the last time. Right now, the Ducks are leading Kansas State 32-17. to Five minutes left in the game. Eagles also have their eyes on Kelly, as well as the Browns and Bills. Both the Eagles and Browns today met with Penn State's Bill O'Brien, but he says he's staying put at State College. 76ers back in action tomorrow night when they tip off with the Thunder in Oklahoma City. CBS 3 eyewitness weather clear through the night, going down to 25 Sunday Friday, high of 37. For up to minute sports info, 24 hours a day, go to cbsphilly.com. children right here in Philadelphia who are looking for safe and loving homes. Have you ever thought of becoming a foster or adoptive parent? Please come to Northern Home for Children every second Tuesday of the month at 6 p.m. for their monthly information session. You will learn about the children in their care, how you can become involved in their lives, and have your questions answered. The children need you. The Northern Home for Children is located at 5301 Ridge Ave in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Contact Donna Bolno by phone at 215-482-1423, extension 1216, or email dbolno at northernhome.org with questions or for more information about these information sessions. Also, visit their website at www.northernhome.org. If you can be a swing pusher, if you can be a jump shot helper, if you can be a clarinet listener, then you can be a foster or adoptive parent. Pennsylvania Department of Public Welfare. Yes. Well, uh, I was very good this year, but I didn't get what I wanted. All right. Let me check your record, sir. What is it you received? Gift cards. All kinds of gift cards. Clothes cards. Coffee cards. Okay. I see the problem here. You wanted a gift car. Yes. A car. Without the D. I'm sorry, sir. We saw a D. Perils of bad penmanship. 
workmanship. <laughs> okay, so what do we do? Well, we only deliver once a year. But uh, have you thought of CarSense? Didn't get the car you were hoping for this Christmas? Pick out a nice one at CarSense.com, where you'll find like new cars at way better than new prices. You can even set up a test drive, and we'll have your dream car all set when you come in. So you don't have to wait another minute. CarSense, huh? It's where all of us go. Friendly, fair. In the Christmas spirit every day of the year? Precisely. And when you don't get paid squat? The prices are great. That they are. CarSense. One less thing in life to negotiate. In Chester Springs, Hatfield, and Mount Holly, and online at CarSense.com. This morning, a woman reached out. A man stepped up. A family drove their elderly neighbor to the doctor. Someone took two hours of their morning to help someone else find affordable child care near work. Somebody sat down with 16-year-old Stephen and taught him better note-taking skills and study habits. And suddenly, toughing it out till graduation seemed to Stephen a pretty good idea. All this happened today. It'll happen tomorrow. It's happening here, there, right down the street. People are living united. We're not just wearing the shirt, we're living it. We're realizing that the way we live our lives can impact the way others live theirs, their education, their income, even their health. So do something, any little something, as long as it's something. Give, advocate, volunteer, live united. For more information, visit liveunitedphilly.org. I wasn't born to go with the flow. I was born to make a difference, to make waves. I want my sweat and hard work to mean something. I was born to serve in the United States Coast Guard. If you were born ready to lead, to protect, to uphold the law, then visit GoCoastGuard.com. The United States Coast Guard. Born ready. Sponsored by the United States Coast Guard. In cooperation with the Pennsylvania Broadcasters Association and this station. Now back to more sports talk. This is the new Sports Radio 94 WIP. Spike Eskin with you uh, all the way up until 2. Thanks to Howard Eskin for stopping by. Xfinity voice line is 888-729-9494, pound 9494 on your AT&T of Verizon. So just talking to uh, Adam Regner, who will produce the second half of this program about college sports and how if, if I was a, 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 a college athlete in my freshman year, or if I was a in the NFL or in college football, if I was a, a college basketball player that had to go and play somewhere for a year before I went to the NBA, I, and I knew I was a top five talent or a top ten talent, I would be furious that I couldn't go and play professional sports and have to go and risk my body um, and risk that that kind of incredible earning potential on on uh, college athletics or to go play overseas. It's insane. Like they really. On some level, the whole notion of college sports where everybody earns but these players, um, it needs, I, it's, I just I don't understand why the minor leagues work so well in baseball, um, but these other leagues can't get it together. And I feel like the D the, the League is sort of, uh, getting to a point where it's getting there with the NBA and you have some NBA teams that own D-League teams and sort of use them as a minor league team. If I was the NFL, I would do the same thing. Well, I don't, I don't want to go and, and potentially risk an injury to play in college for a degree that I'm never going to get. Um, it just, it's, I know it's, it's huge business and it, it, it's a huge undertaking for it to happen, but, um, I, I wouldn't want to go play in college. You hurt yourself and then that's it. This is your chance, your one big chance. Uh, Joe, Joe, you're on 94 WIP. 
Hey, Spike, how are you? Hey, Joe, how are you? All good. Um, you know, it's funny. I, you were saying something, you know, Andy Reid was, he was in the airport with like a briefcase, and I agree with you. It's as much Andy, you know, essentially interviewing Kansas City as it is them interviewing him. And, I, like, it's just, I, I just find it kind of funny. Like, you know, Scott Pioli, who's the GM of Kansas City, he comes in as more or less an established guy from, from New England, and, 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 and yet Andy Reid, uh, you know, his high guys is essentially being allowed to pick his own GM. And he, you know, here in Philadelphia, you know, at, at, at the press conference, Lurie Gay, when they formally announced that Reid was fired, he said that whoever we bring in, you know, the coach, is going to report to me and he's going to work with Howie in tandem. Now, I don't, I mean, I don't know what, what exactly Howie's role is on this team. He, really, he doesn't seem to be the boss of anyone. I don't, I guess he's just like a, you know, no, I mean, well, no, like, you're right. It? You're right. I was thinking about it. He's he's not in charge of anyone. He's just a player personnel guy. He's not a, not a general manager in the same way that you know Banner was. He, he's not he's not a boss. He is a, a player personnel guy more than a a manager, I guess. It just made me laugh. I, I'm sorry for interrupting, but you said it and I thought about it and it made me laugh. No, it's just and I, and, and I don't know how much faith I have. I mean, you know, you hear these coordinators, you know, these guys like you know, we all know who the established guys are, the Cowers and the Grudens, and I don't know if I'm too keen on any of them, but you know, we really don't know any anything about these guys like uh, you know Dirk Cutter or Mike McCoy or 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 Vic Fangio and 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 this guy Chip Kelly. I mean, I don't know, I, you know, I, I just don't know how I feel either way. I I, I guess I'd rather take the more traditional. Uh, I, I pick more of a, I, I would go with a coordinator before, before I went with him. Um, you know, I, I, I don't know. I, but we'll see. But I, my, do you trust these guys, the Lori and, and, and Roseman to, to, to pick the right guy? I, I don't know. You know, I, like, I, I hate to cop out on the answer, but we, we don't know. And I think, you know, I was talking about, uh, it was mid-season at some point when it, it sort of became obvious that Reed wasn't going to be back. And I was talking one night on the show about, you know, the most interesting thing about this off-season was going to be this process because it, it is the first time that Lurie has to go do this since in ever um, to do this without Banner, and you just feel like this would be a process that Banner would be very good at, you know. And he has, he has Lurie for a long time had two confidants there. He had um, Joe Banner and he had Andy Reid. And any decision that anyone made, all three of them, uh, you would think, got together and sort of made that decision. And there's comfort in that. And they might not have always made the right decision, but at least Lurie had these people that he asked and these people that he talked to. Um, and, you know, to go into an offseason where you need a coach, I would imagine if Banner was there, it would create a sort of comfort. This, it almost appears as if the reason that he's put so much trust in Roseman is because he needs to put trust in somebody. Because as much as he understands football, and as a guy who runs a football, owns a football team, you would think that Jeff Lurie, at this point, has a, a much better understanding of football than, you know, than he did before he owned the team, and probably has a really good understanding of football. But still, he he needs a football person to help him make these decisions. And it sort of feels like he has put all this trust into Howie Roseman because he needs somebody to help show him the way, someone to, to talk about these decisions with. And if it isn't Roseman, then who is it? You know, how does Jeff Lurie go into a room with an assistant coach and ask the right questions in an interview? You know, there aren't – he doesn't have those people. So – um 
you know, I don't, I, I don't know that I'm confident because I've never seen them as a tandem together make this decision. This is a, a franchise-defining de- decision for Jeff Lurie. As much as the Andy Reid hiring was, this next one will be even more because this sets the the, the tone for the next decade. Um, so, is it? Do I have uh, confidence? No, I don't know how anyone could have confidence, but I'm not doubting them either. I, I'm just sort of sitting back and waiting because, like you said, with the assistants, I don't have any idea if those guys would be good. I mean, I really don't. I, Keith Armstrong and and I, at least Mike Nolan was a head coach. I guess I could have some sort of base there, but I, I don't. I don't know Mike McCoy be a good head coach. I could guess, but it would just be a guess, you know. So I don't know. It, it, this is going to be an interesting few weeks. That's all I can say. Yeah, and and real, and that and that's just all the more reason, you, you know, especially now that you you know because Banner was such a meticulous and and, and shrewd guy, but he but you got the sense that he kind of knew football and personnel. Why you know now that you've lost him, why would you then just? Take a shot in the dark with a guy like Chip Kelly, a college coach. And real quick, one last thing, Spike. Yep. You know what's funny? What's that? You, you know, Andy Reid and, and Jeff, you know, they set us the line right up until the last day. Oh, well, we don't know, and, I, and I, I'll be back. I don't know what's going to happen. And, you know, oh, I, we made this decision really just in the last couple hours. I'm going to fire Andy. <laughs> yeah. But look. But look how look how fast he was already ready for these interviews. Oh, and yeah. He said it, a nine-hour interview. I mean, this, is, this had to be planned. And I don't. And sure, there's laws. I guess there's, I guess there's rules about oh, you can't talk to a coach while he's under contract. This is so. This, I mean, it's so yeah. blatantly obvious. I think yeah. it's funny. Yeah, what well, he had, he had 12 hours to prepare for his nine-hour interview, right? Yeah, um, on the spur of the moment. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I'll go talk for nine hours about the chief situation. I've been looking to it all year. Thanks for the call, Joe. I appreciate it. Yeah, I mean, well, how did I mean Angelo was making the point the other day? How did how how did uh, Jeff Lurie have the game ball made up for Andy Reid if he just decided at 9 a.m. Do they have a game ball factory? Then maybe they do. Somebody that paints game balls. Eight 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 seven two nine ninety four ninety four is the Xfinity voice line. Pound ninety four ninety four in your AT and T Verizon cell. I'm Spike Askin. Uh, Dad was just here. He thinks that Cleveland's getting Chip Kelly. I want the Eagles to get Chip Kelly. Come on, it'll be fun. Ninety four WIP Sports Time is the. 1155. Sports Radio 94 WIP. Ask any business owner who chooses Verizon Fios and they'll tell you, once you've got it, you get it. The powerful difference 100% fiber optics really makes. I do interior decorating for bars and restaurants. The first time I uploaded these massive design plans, it was kind of mind-blowing because it happened so fast. When I stopped worrying about file sizes, that's when I got it. Switch to Verizon Fios for 100% fiber optic internet and crystal clear phone. Get speeds up to 15 meg download and 5 meg upload for just $94.99 a month with a basic second line included when you sign up online with a two-year agreement. Or triple your speed for as little as $10 more a month with Fios Quantum Internet with speeds rated number one by PC Magazine up to an amazing 300 megs. And for a limited time, you'll get a $200 Verizon Visa prepaid card. Sign up at Verizon.com or call 1-877-GET-FIOS for other great business offers. Verizon. For new Verizon business customers in select areas, taxes, fees, numbers, and supply. Offer ends 316.13. Number one speed rating is from PCMag.com with permission of zip data. Prepaid card issued by MetaBank member of PIC. No one uses select merchants of the card terms apply. At this very minute, there are many, many children right here in Philadelphia who are looking for safe and loving homes. Have you ever thought of becoming a foster or adoptive parent? 
Please come to Northern Home for Children every second Tuesday of the month at 6 p.m. for their monthly information session. You will learn about the children in their care, how you can become involved in their lives, and have your questions answered. The children need you. The Northern Home for Children is located at 5301 Ridge Ave in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Contact Donna Bolno by phone at 215-482-1423, extension 1216, or email dbolno at northernhome.org with questions or for more information about these information sessions. Also, visit their website at www.northernhome.org. If you can be a swing pusher, if you can be a jump shot helper, if you can be a clarinet listener, then you can be a foster or adoptive parent. Pennsylvania Department of Public Welfare. The Start Fresh and Save event is going on now at the Home Depot. Take whatever 2012 left lying around and stack it out of the way with an HDX four-tier storage shelf. A special buy at just $19.88. With less clutter underfoot and more order against the wall, you can organize more for less. When you come in, start fresh and save. More saving, more doing. That's the power of the Home Depot. While supplies last, U.S. only. See store for details. Julian, technician with SafeLight Auto Glass. What makes SafeLight different? Well, with SafeLight, you get the reliability of America's largest auto glass company. Every windshield we replace is backed by the only national lifetime guarantee, keeping you covered coast to coast. Plus, a new windshield is the perfect time to get new windshield wipers. SafeLight can do that, too. Just call 800-800-2727 or go to SafeLight.com or ask your insurance company for SafeLight. This morning, a woman reached out. A man stepped up. A family drove their elderly neighbor to the doctor. Someone took two hours of their morning to help someone else find affordable child care near work. Somebody sat down with 16-year-old Stephen and taught him better note-taking skills and study habits. And suddenly, toughing it out till graduation seemed to Stephen a pretty good idea. All this happened today. It'll happen tomorrow. It's happening here, there right down the street. People are living united. We're not just wearing the shirt, we're living it. We're realizing that the way we live our lives can impact the way others live theirs, their education, their income, even their health. So do something, any little something, as long as it's something. Give, advocate, volunteer, live united. For more information, visit liveunitedphilly.org. 24 WIP FM HD 1 Philadelphia 610 WIP AM HD From Lehigh to Lincoln Financial Field This is Philly's football station He is in for the touchdown Nick Foles, his first rushing touchdown Live from the Tasty Cake Studios Sports Radio 94 WIP Second half of the program begins. I'm Spike Eskin. The Xfinity Voice Line is 888-729-9494, pound 9494 on your AT&T and Verizon cell. Um, the uh, the wrap-up so far is that Andy Reid uh, still looks like he's going to Kansas City. Uh, Chris Mortensen says that should happen on Friday. They're hoping to wrap it off Friday. Cards visit with Andy Reid is off, and Chiefs have not scheduled any other visits. Um, Bill O'Brien is staying at Penn State, so that is no longer an option. 
option. Uh, my father, Howard Eskin, is just in here, believes that Joe Banner is going to get Chip Kelly for Cleveland. Now, I want Chip Kelly for here, but he believes he's going to go to Cleveland, which would leave uh, the Eagles without any main targets left. Uh, it seemed like um, O'Brien was the number one number one target. seems like Kelly is the number two target. They'll interview uh, Mike McCoy this weekend. So, um, now The big news, however, to go back to uh, Andy Reid, is that Andy Reid has a job. Um, the Andy Reid-Matt Castle era uh, is set to begin. Lee Rusikoff of uh, Xfinity.com Sports. Has there ever been, I was asking my dad this off the air, a more masterful agent manipulation of the media than Bob Lamont with Andy Reid in this situation ever? Uh, I mean, come on. Look, what Andy Reid did in the first, what, Five, six, seven years of what he did here. I mean, look, a lot of a lot of teams were envious of that the whole time. It, I, I, to say that if this was all a mot, you would have to say he was doing it since you know when this team started going south, and like last year when when everyone was say when people wanted Andy Reid out.